Good afternoon, church family. Welcome back to this week's Midweek Manna. We're going to be looking at the theme of angels all around and going to the Word of God. Another selection from uh, this study from uh, the book of Psalms, Passion for Life. I'm going to be uh, focusing on Psalm 9111. But let me uh, offer a word of prayer before we go there. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God, there are angels all around. Angels are biblical. They are messengers, Lord. I, I pray, Lord, that we're putting on our spirit ears, Lord, that you literally anoint uh, the ears that are on our foreheads and, uh, importantly, Lord, the ears of our hearts as well to listen to that message, to hear those words from the angels, Lord. Bless, Lord, this time together and those who will receive it. In Jesus we pray. Amen. Psalm uh, 91.11. Hear these words. For he will command his angels to protect you wherever you go. Psalm 91.11. So the great Billy Graham once said, Christians should never fail to sense the operation of an angelic glory. It forever eclipses the world of demonic powers as the sun does a candle's light. Invisible to the human eye, a spiritual battle is going on all around us. Angels are protecting us from the enemy's forces, and they are not fighting in vain. Our side will win. Although the enemy's forces will try to prevent us from living in freedom, the angels will be victorious. Throughout Scripture, angels have played an important role in the Lord's plans. In fact, in 2 Kings 6, the king of Aram had sent out his army to capture the prophet Elisha. When Elisha's servant saw the number of chariots coming for them, he asked, Ah, my Lord, what will we do now? Elisha responded, There are more on our side than on theirs. Then Elisha prayed for God to open the servant's eyes so that he could see the truth. And the Lord did as he asked. Scripture tells us, the servant, in quotes, saw that the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. Our angels are engaged in similar battles for us. We can be thankful for their presence, but we must be careful to keep our eyes, rather, on God and avoid worshiping those messengers. Angel worship has become an increasingly popular in the last few years. This isn't a new practice. Paul warned us about the practice of worshiping angels in Colossians 2. Though they are heavenly beings, they shouldn't distract our focus from God's love and Jesus' sacrifice. So as you go through the day, be aware that God has placed his angels around you, and they are one more reminder of the Father's love 
for you. So messengers, messengers certainly uh, should be um, uh, known uh, that that they are uh, present. Certainly something to to pay close attention to. It it, it needs to be uh, spiritually uh, attuned to. Certainly with both sight and and uh, and also. Uh, hearing, but here's the thing: you, you, you know, the messenger is carrying right uh, the the message from God to the hearer. Uh, so certainly, the messenger is not the end all, be all, but something that we should glean from, right? Something that we should uh, take truthfully uh, and, and seriously, but but as as this meditation says, something that doesn't need to be lauded as God, but something that we ought to receive. And then, in a way, maybe maybe that uh, in fact means that we need to direct or even redirect our attention on what the message is saying, pointing us back then to the messenger himself to God maybe maybe it's you know a message that hey we veered uh, away maybe in fact we've turned our back on God or on someone who can be a messenger um, of God but a way in which it can redirect or direct our attention back to the messenger himself to God, right? So let, let's let's use let's use the messenger, the angel, as someone who is delivering something to us that we need to hear, that we need to be challenged by, that we need to prayerfully reflect on, right? But also using that messenger as a way of coming back into oneness with God. Hey, you know what? Maybe that message is come back to church. Maybe it's come back to worship. Maybe it's getting involved in a way that uh, will both challenge you and redirect your uh, commitment, your your life with Jesus Christ. Pay attention uh, to that messenger, but know that message just doesn't. Uh, uh, stay there, in there, is the end-all, be-all there with the messenger. It's moving us heavenward. It's moving us onward to God. So let me leave uh, that and this psalm with you uh, this day. I'd like to offer uh, a word of prayer. But before I do, hear once again uh, these words from Psalm 9111. For he will command his angels to protect you wherever you go. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we can, we need, Lord, all of the spiritual protection, Lord, that you give us, Lord. For we are indeed under attack every day from uh, the enemy himself. Whether we know it, whether we realize it, whether we are ignoring it, whether, oh God, we're just simply running away from it. We need all of the divine protection, Lord, that you can give to us. So give it, Lord. Give it 
in an extra mighty dose this day, Lord, through the power of your Holy Spirit and through the presence and the army of the angels that you do have, Lord. Uh, open up our hearts, Lord, uh, to receive that message, not for an opportunity to get stuck or to worship the angels, but to know that that message has has a has a core, has a source, and that is that is you, Almighty. So let it redirect us to you, ultimately, to your uh, graceful, merciful, uh, redeeming presence, Lord. That Lord is your wonder-working power. We receive now, Lord, your good news of the gospel. And we ask this always in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Passion for life. That is what the Psalms give to us this day. Go right to the heart of the Word of God and find your passion there today. We ask this in Jesus' name. And you have a wonderful and blessed day. Take care, church. Bye-bye.